0: What's up, my entrepreneurs, my fellow mentors, if you're like me, efficiency is super important to you. And why shouldn't it be in order to be successful in business and in life, you need to balance your time. We only have so many hours in the day. And there's so many things that are important to us. We need to focus on finance. We need to focus on business relationships, fitness and health. And in order to do all of these things, we need to figure out how to do them efficiently. So as you know, I have a medical background. I'm an osteopathic physician. I'm very into diet and health. I have a health company, I have a fitness company. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about efficiency and fitness, how to stay healthy, stay fit as efficiently as possible. And to have this conversation, I have brought in a friend and a true expert in the subject, Richard H. Webb. He's competed for over 10 years in amateur bodybuilding, finishing with back-to-back master division wins on Muscle Beach in Venice, California. He's the author of fat burning secrets, efficiency and fitness, where he talks about his journey and was able to reduce his weekly workout time from 16 plus hours a week to four hours a week and continued to compete and work full time in the tech industry. Now, in this episode, we're going to be diving into some of these secrets so that you can not only get in shape once and then fall off, but actually have a long term plan so that you can do it fun and efficiently. Richard, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on the show and with my audience.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Jay. I'm excited to be here.
0: And an impressive background, especially, I know you said you're turning 60 this year. And really, that's what efficiency is about, right? It's not about getting jacked one time. I'd rather much rather have this conversation with you than I would some bodybuilder, because you figured out a way to do this for... You know, obviously a very long period of time, which is the, which is the real secret. So what is the secret? How have you been able to maintain this level of efficiency, fitness and health for this long period of time?
1: Okay. Well, the secret is this, Um, what I write in my book is that, uh, well, first let me just say that if I, if I told you, Jay, that um, you could get better results with working out four time, four hours a week than you could with 16 hours a week, that's pretty interesting, huh?
0: It is, um, but I, I know better. <laughs> yeah, you know better, Efficiency right? is key.
1: Efficiency is key. So the secrets are what I use in my book, what I found in my book after after uh, taking off from three years and doing research and um, finding out what other people are doing, as well as research on my own body um, and diet, is that I found that um, using time under tension principle um, uh, and doing one set per body part and you may have compound movements that do more than one body part at a time, but do three full body workouts um, once a week, uh, three times a week, um, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, for example, and um, less than an hour, I'm in, in and out of the gym in less than an hour, but you're basically using time under tension and keeping the muscles under duration, under stress for at least 45 seconds. Usually I try to keep it in more like 70 seconds, per work, per exercise. But one of the things I love about that is that especially when we get older, that it is, it, there's no impact on the joints if you do this correctly. And it's it's all working out the muscle. You're doing it, you're working out a little bit less weight than you would otherwise, but um, the results are good. I've been measuring myself to make sure that I'm not losing muscle mass as I go. And I'm doing fine, I, um, I'm not trying to gain, I'm just trying to maintain at this point. but The other thing that I uh, stopped doing was long sustained cardio. Um, As I get older, I just found that, and I think this is general for all people um, in my age bracket in the 50s and 60s, is that high intensity cardio is the way to go, high intensity interval training. And so I work out no less than, my cardio is no less than 20 minutes, usually less than that uh, per per exercise, per, per session and um, only twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't even work out on the weekends. So literally 2% of your week, you could be in shape and stay in shape with my method.
0: And tell me a little bit more about this exercise theory that you mentioned at first, which is keeping your muscles engaged for 45 seconds with lighter weight what is what does that look like? If you could describe it in terms of actually using the weights and what is that motion? Is it a special machine that you use, or how do you engage your muscles in in, in that way?
1: Well, it is it is much better to do on a machine, um, and the reason it is is because obviously free weights could be dangerous if you're doing that, and uh, especially when you get in get into older and I, you know people are in shape and you know doing. Doing um, free weights is great, but what you want to what's it's hard to do with free weights because what you really need to do is you need to go to muscle fatigue, muscle failure on these, and um, that is that is easy to do on a machine, really hard to do on free weights, and that is so. The other thing I wanted to back up and just say that this is not an easy exercise. Um, It's actually there's no silver bullet here. There's no, this isn't a shortcut. It's just faster. And um, but it's not an easy workout at all.
0: Well, harder workouts less frequently is I think what this audience is all about. And that's really what this theory is about, right? It's getting the most out of your time when you're in the gym, spent in the gym. And you do that, I guess, if I'm understanding correctly, by keeping your muscles more engaged for longer. Is that correct? Yes. Beautiful. And what do you need to do this? Do you need a gym? Do you need a trainer? Can you, is, is there a name for what these exercises are called?
1: Funny you ask that question because I, well, I, it's, it's called uh, time under tension. Uh, it's called high, high intensity training is what it's called. Because the other thing you do is um, you kind of plan out your workout when you go in, because you don't want to spend more than, let's say you do, um, uh, leg extensions. You don't want to spend more than 30 seconds to a minute getting to the next machine and starting your leg curls, for example. Um, that, and that's one of the reasons that makes it a very efficient, very time efficient, as well as muscle um, breakdown efficiency, um, is that you're working, you're constantly moving. You're not, You're not spending three or four minutes looking at Instagram while you're while you're waiting for your muscles to rest because like you're doing four different sets. Um, it's a it's a very efficient. Now you also asked, when the pandemic hit, one of the things I did was, well, my gym closed. So what do I do? I created, I redid the whole workout and uh, they can be found on my blog and that you could do them all from home with bands. So.
0: Beautiful, I'm a big fan of resistance bands myself. All right. So awesome. So you go to the gym twice a week to do these high, intent, high intensity trainings. Is this separate from your HIIT workouts, your cardiovascular workouts, or do you incorporate these all into the same thing?
1: No, I don't do them the same days. In fact, my, my routine typically is Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the mornings. I'll do my full body workouts with the, with the bands at home now, but, or go to the gym, whatever the case. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll do my high intensity interval training. Um, and I'm actually using a pool. I just, uh, we just uh, have a pool outside. So I just do swimming for, uh, do laps in the pool, so.
0: And this is obviously a really efficient way to stay in shape. Now, if you're ever really trying to beef up, uh, win a competition per se, is can you go overboard with this kind of workout strategy, workout techniques?
1: Um, you know what? I, I use this workout, and I'm telling you that um, you can manage whether you're bulking up or whether you're trimming down based on your diet. Um, the other secret that I have that that's in the book is I, I increased my number of meals to six meals a day, uh, smaller meals, but um, and then I counted, I focused on counting macronutrients rather than than calories. So totally focused on macros. And um, and I didn't really do this in the book, but I have a course online that I I talk more about the different body types. I also suggest that people eat for their body type. Um, but yeah, um, it's a very efficient workout. But and- oh, so, I, so to go to go back and answer your question. I I recently decided that I wanted to increase my muscle mass a little bit. And, uh, so, um, I didn't change my workouts at all at home with the bands, but what I did was I just increased my, my macronutrient intake and, um, have added five pounds of muscle in the last, uh, month or not month, uh, six months. So
0: that's great that your body responds that way. And talk to me a little bit about diet. Obviously you you're a fan of the more frequent, smaller meals. We count the macronutrients, not the calories. What is kind of the base of your diet look like? Uh, the proteins, the carbs, what are your most frequently consumed foods?
1: Um, you know, I uh, I eat uh, quite a bit of chicken um, and uh, I do eat rice, uh, but I really try to focus on uh, eating, getting my carbs from vegetables. And I think the quality carbs are, the quality, all of it's quality. Uh, Regard, regards regards quality is very important but uh, um, I I'm fortunate that I live in an area where where I get a lot of local stuff and it's organic um, as far as I also uh, eat a lot of um, a lot of pork um, I do enjoy a steak I don't eat it often but uh, I do eat a steak probably once every two weeks to a week um, but uh, again following the macronutrient guidelines based on your body type is exactly what I do. So,
0: Perfect. I I support everything that you said from a medical standpoint and from my own philosophy. So that's, uh, I'm glad that's in line. Uh, Talk to me a little bit as an expert, you know, what are some myths? What are some things that you see people frequently doing wrong in the gym that you think is holding them back from achieving the results?
1: Well, one of the things I see a lot of people do, and I the one thing that the, there's some exercises that I see people doing that I just, that really bother me. And um, one of the ones is uh, when they're doing the, the lifts like this, right? So I'm going to turn sideways, show this. You never want to lift this way. You want those elbows up front because this is not natural for the elbow to be in there. And so two things when you're pushing up, but also when you're pulling down, never do lat pulls behind the neck.
0: I used to it. be guilty of that. And you're absolutely yeah. right. Horrible and for the shoulders.
1: I, I personally injured my shoulder that way. And so I just, you know, I, I try to tell people in the gym when, when they ask me, I said, well, I, I definitely wouldn't do that. You got to keep those elbows up front because you, you injured that elbow and that that pretty much that ruins your upper body workouts. So
0: yeah, hundred percent. And I'll take every opportunity that I ever have to reinforce mine, which is don't deadlift heavier weights than you think you can deadlift. Every injury that I've seen in the gym has been <laughs> blowing out a disc, deadlifting weights that they shouldn't. Even bodybuilders who are trained—it's uh, a great exercise, but just don't do it heavy. Everyone gets injured. How about your number one diet myth, or people, or thing that you think people are doing wrong in the kitchen? Um. Well, one of
1: the things you know, I'm a big fan of um, meal prep. And I think one of the things that people realize and uh, is that uh, you know what I can't eat the same thing. You know, if you're going to do six meals a day, a lot of my meals are are pretty much uh, some fruit, maybe some nuts, and a protein shake. So, um, but a lot of people say that oh I can't I can't eat like that. I can't I can't have my meals planned out like that. And I think you'd be surprised um, that it's really not that difficult because. It's interesting, Jay, that, that 90% of the time when I eat, it's not a social event, it's, it's, it's to feed my body. Yes. And I think if you look at it that way, it's a little bit different than saying, oh, well, I, I want to have a glass of wine. I want to have you know, a big steak with friends and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm not asking you to give up the foods you love. I'm just saying in general, you can go with a meal plan, and it doesn't have to be fancy.
0: So I like the way that you framed that. Don't not enjoy the social aspect of eating. If you're going to go to dinner with your friends and have wine and a, and a steak, go do that. But you're right. Most of the time that we eat, it's just fuel for our body. And the faster you can start looking at it that way and preparing for it, uh, it's the fastest way to get healthy. And talk, talk to me briefly about the book, Fat-Burning Secrets, Efficiency and Fitness. What do you talk about in that book?
1: Well, you know, it's um, one of the first things I talk about, and I've known this for years, is that, is that fitness is not a physical journey. It's a mental journey because the body is not going to go anywhere. The mind won't let it. So the first chapter is about getting your mindset correct. Um, then once you've got your mindset correct, then, then um, I talk about, um, you know, I, you got to get started. I mean, the, the first few workouts, are not going to be pleasant. And um so for example, that first time you go to the gym, maybe you're not going to do the full workout. Maybe you just get dressed, go to the gym. It, this is assuming that you're not used to going to the gym. If you're not used to going to the gym, just get dressed that first day and, and plan out going to each one of the machines, do one rep. Go home. You know, you've got success there. The next day, maybe you spend a little bit more time on each one. You know, it's just, and what I do in the book is I go through that kind of thing where you are stepping through and I've got a four-week plan at the very end of that book that says here's how you put it all together and by the fourth week you pretty much have everything down you've got you've got the exercises down you've got the, the food down you've got the, the frequency down you've got it all down so and I and you alternate between two different workouts so that you make sure that you uh, you get all the body parts worked out in the right order so
0: All right, beautiful. I'm excited to read it and you heard it go pick it up fat burning secrets, efficiency and fitness and of course there's going to be a link in the show notes you want to look far. Uh, But Richard, I I would love this subject matter I could talk about fitness and diet all day so I'd love to continue this discussion bring you on again. And I appreciate you taking some time uh, coming all the way from Oaxaca Mexico to spend some time with me and with my audience Uh, and where can people find you to learn a little bit more and connect with you where's the best place.
1: Best place to find me is at richardhweb.com. That's two Bs. Um, and I'm on Instagram at Richard H. Webb. I'm on um, Facebook, richardhweb.author. And so I'm, you know, Twitter, Richard H. Webb. I'm Richard H. Webb everywhere. So.
0: Beautiful. And I'll link your socials in the in the show notes as well. And thank you for spending some time with me, Richard. It's been a blast. And we'll catch you in Oaxaca.
1: All right. Thank you, Jay.